All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time zone it is that you're tuning in from. This is Coach Latham. I am a life coach. I'm a professor, a police officer, a consultant, a dog dad, and a fitness enthusiast. You can get daily affirmations or sign up for life coaching sessions by following me on Instagram or Twitter at Coach Latham underscore PhD. Special guest. What's up, everybody? I want to thank all of y'all for tuning back into another episode of The Kids Chronicles. All right, so just so y'all know, this is episode number two of Kicking It with Keith, and I got one of my good homeboys with me today, and I cannot wait until we get him on her. So let me go ahead. We're going to go ahead and get him introduced. So, what's up, everybody? I want to welcome somebody who I'm very proud to call my friend due to the fact that he's black excellence. He's got a PhD. He's an officer. He's a life coach. He's a world traveler. And he's also dark skinned. So that means he ain't got no red flags whatsoever. Uh, we're going to go ahead and welcome my friend Demetrius Latham. Latham. I'll, I can always get it wrong, but we're going to say Latham <laughs> to the show. <laughs> Me. What's up, Keith? What's up, friend? How are you doing? I'm doing good. All right, man. So, uh, so I want to just go ahead and let you know that I really appreciate you being the second guest on my show. Uh, this is this Absolutely. means a lot to me, especially because you know you are one of my really good friends. So mm-hmm. I want to, uh, mm-hmm. I want to kind of let people get you know somewhat of the same experience that I get from you. Uh, so I'm probably going to ask you some questions that I already know. But at the same time, I'm going to also get stuff elaborated to me. And also people who okay. aren't really familiar with you as much as they would like to be are going to get to know more. So, OK, let's Great. go ahead. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. So tell us a little more. Tell us a little more about yourself. Where are you from and what you do? OK, so uh, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, I used to work for the Louisville Metro Police Department. And uh, back in January, I just moved down to uh, South Florida. Uh, I just recently got hired on with the West Palm Beach Police Department. <laughs> Thank you, Gene. And, uh, I teach uh, part-time for the University of Louisville in their criminal justice program. And then I also just recently picked up a position as a professor with the Southern Police Institute, which is like a branch off from the University of Louisville. Oh, my God. First off, I don't know how I forgot to mention and put in the bio intro that you are a professor as well. I mean, you're literally a jack of all trades. Uh, I was like, I interviewed interviewed Ramal Black yesterday, and at the end of his uh, thing, I was like, hell, he's Captain Crunch. He's my lad. He's everything. Like, whatever you you know. It's amazing. That's why I said Black excellence, and I'm so glad to call you my friend because you have so many. You know, I have a lot of friends that are doing great, but then how many are young black males and we actually all doctors I, if i'm not mistaken is it less than two percent of the world has a doctorate if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. yeah, like that. very, That's very small percentage like, yeah you've been since i've known you you've been uh always in school you've always been super focused on whatever you were doing like i've known you yeah. at this point for a good <laughs> but probably seven eight years something like that mm-hmm. and y'all also, I'm going to put up the picture 
uh, from when we met. And I know he hates oh that picture they had on glasses. Uh, he's lucky <laughs> I don't have it right here, but it is getting edited in this video. <laughs> but it was the, it was the blossom <laughs> of a beautiful friendship. I will say that. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So, 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 when did you decide that uh, you wanted to be an officer? Because when I met you, that's what I knew you as was a was a well. Mm -hmm. No, you were working in insurance, I believe, when I met you. But mm -hmm. you had just not you had stopped being an officer, I believe, in Indiana. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So, so what I, was it? Um, like, go ahead. Oh, so I always knew I wanted to be a police officer. Um, even when I was a kid, maybe when I was like five or six, I was talking to my uh, grandmother about it. Uh, as I started going through high school, I got interested in like pre-medicine and wanted to be a trauma surgeon. So I shadowed at the trauma hospital, did that for a little bit. And then I got uh, into college and I started doing natural science courses, was majoring in biochemistry. I wasn't doing really well. I wasn't enjoying school. I wasn't enjoying going. Uh, I failed the biology 240 course. Um, I failed it once, withdrew the second time. I was enrolled in it a third time. wasn't doing well. And I had a conversation with not, one of not my, my friend. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't I didn't have the skills that I have now to, you know, navigate the college realm. Mm -hmm. um, it was there was a lot being thrown at me um, yeah. at one time. And. I just didn't have that passion. I didn't have that drive for that coursework. Yeah. And so after talking to one of my uh, academic advisors, uh, you know, I got redirected. Uh, and as I like to call it, I had a pivot moment and went a different direction uh, to something that I actually enjoy doing, which is um, police work and learning about the criminal justice system and policies and procedures. Um, and I mean, everything just started just really just increasing for me from there. So uh, I knew I wanted to get a master's after completing undergrad. I thought I was going to stop at the master's, um, but I had a professor that I co-teach with and she was like, no, you're going to end up getting a, a doctorate degree and you're going to come back and you're going to teach. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Um, and sure enough, I ended up, you know, taking that route. And, back <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and as, as, as luck would have it, her and I, she um, brought me back to the university where I graduated from, and that's that's where I teach at with her. Um, and, and then, you know, through her doing what she does, she helped me land that next role with the Southern Police Institute um, to teach there as well. So. so that's one thing I will say I have noticed about you. Um, like if y'all ever go to uh, Demetrius's like Instagram or his just whatever he, social media he has, you would notice that he definitely keeps in touch with a lot of his mentors, people mm -hmm. that um, mm -hmm. people that when he was younger or in school, I've seen, you know, he might post a picture and be like, I ran into my professor, the one that helped me <laughs> not want to drop out. You know what I'm saying? So I think mm -hmm. that's amazing to keep in touch with people who have been so instrumental in helping you actually formulate your 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 path. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when, when, you, when you are in college, I mean, a lot of people, they do go to school for stuff they really – just want to get a check for really and then they mm -hmm. are unhappy when they go into their career and so that's pretty much the prime example of really uh <laughs> that's pretty much the prime example of you know um like when you love your career or when you love what you're learning uh, when you love what you're learning about it doesn't seem as much of a hassle or a job so that's that's good that somebody was able to push you in the right direction i, I do love that absolutely especially and I, another thing I noticed that a lot of them are, you know, Caucasian people. 
And so mm-hmm. for me, I, I think it speaks volumes. And I'm not saying every Caucasian person is has any type of prejudice, but I think it speaks volumes for you know these older Caucasian people to actually take you on and really want you to do and do great and do you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's mm-hmm. I, I feel like you really don't see that as much. So shout out to them for that. Yeah, like um, uh, I would say circling back like inherently mm-hmm. people do want to see you do well you just have to make sure you're aligning yourself with the people that want the best for you right. uh, and, and i've been very fortunate to meet a lot of good people in my life uh and that's why we're able to stay in touch and able to help me you know move along into new things um i had that when i worked in clarksville when i transitioned into insurance i had that when i transitioned into Louisville Metro, I had that. And even mm-hmm. now my transition into West Palm Beach, uh, I still have that. So I've just been really blessed to have a very strong and, and ever growing network. So. Oh. And he's also blessed to have me <laughs> as his friend, y'all. Don't forget about that. Yes. I ain't gonna, yeah. I ain't gonna let him forget me. <laughs> I'm just playing, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you did mention that you did you were a part of the Louisville Metro Police Department. Um, mm-hmm. And one thing that I want to know, um, and I'm not going to get too specific or get mention any certain things that happen, but I just want to ask you as a as a black officer, because I know, you know, um, I'm here in Arizona. Um, and when all that stuff was happening with Black Lives Matter, there was riots, there was just upset and unrest everywhere. Um, I personally had a lot of anxiety. I had so mm-hmm. much anxiety. Um, and. I mean, that was just like I would wake up out of nowhere and just be like, oh, my God, I'm scared for nothing. Or just like, I don't know. So I just want to know, like, how that affected you. Like, did did you have like a. Ex- like, a what is the word I'm looking for? Did you have a like a um, escalated sense of anxiety through that time because you were a black officer in Louisville, Kentucky? Uh, I'm. I don't want to say it was like it wasn't overly like escalated. There were a lot yeah. of threats of violence against the police. Um, yeah, and it 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 wasn't like contained to just like white police officers. It was anybody yeah. in a uniform, anybody driving a police car. Yeah. Um. And and I lived downtown uh, at the time, so I only lived like maybe five blocks from the protest zone. So there would be a lot of times where. I would uh, have to change clothes and swap cars and stuff at the police station and then drive home. Or uh, if I did have my patrol car, when there was a lot of like protest activity, I'd have to park it in a garage, you know, and then like wear wow. street clothes to work and then change at work. And, you know, I do that because there was just, there was so much happening, you know, like yeah. um, roads around my apartment building were like blocked off. So, you know, having to get off work and like zigzag, uh, you know, through there, or sometimes I would be leaving for work and then uh, a protest march would start and, you know, I'd have to figure out a different way to get out of there without driving towards the protest area. Um, or we'd be at work, you know, dealing with stuff, shootings. Um, um, yeah. One time we had uh, the Walgreens at 34th and, uh, and Broadway. Uh, it was getting uh, burglarized and um, we went, I think it was like 10 people inside of it or something like that, you know? Uh, so we went and we had this whole building locked down and this was the first time in my police career, really in probably everybody's that 
Um, there was this like mass mobilization through live streaming. So one person would show up on the scene and start live streaming. And then all these other people are jumping on the live stream and everybody's Ooh. like, all right, you know, we're going down here. So all of a sudden you go from having this contained scene where you're That's working right. on getting these people extracted to now you're surrounded, you know, by a whole community. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was crazy. We had a SWAT team out there. We had, you know, like 30 officers. And then we had like two helicopters flying around with the spotlights on. Um, you have to have EMS on standby because, you you know, you just never know what can happen. Um, and so while you are dealing with um, a lot of the fallout from mm -hmm. stuff that you didn't have anything to do with, um, you're still responding to cost of service. You're still responding to yeah. domestic violence. You're still responding to everything else that's taking place um, because it, you know, it doesn't stop. So, yeah, um, I'm so glad to get to be on the other end of that. Um, and I, I, one thing I will say is, you know, just from being your friend and as mm -hmm. I think, you know, that was probably around one of the times where we were, cause you know, a lot of friends, they fade in and out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like us, we were fading back in really close at that time mm -hmm. and i feel like i opened up my phone right now i'd probably find some messages <laughs> like nature are you okay like i'm just checking yeah. on you i'm really somber <laughs> so i don't <laughs> you know i'm like the overbearing mama i don't know whatever but like i'm i'm so glad that you got on the other end of that because honestly even me being in arizona that i had anxiety for you mm -hmm. just being mm -hmm. your friend so yeah, you know, so I used to have to I used to have to text people when when different mm -hmm. stuff was going on, you know, send text messages, you know, hey, I'm not involved in that, or you know, I'm I'm at the division that's happening, you know, somewhere else. Or if I, there were times where I did have to go down to the protest zone to work, like the first night, yeah. um, you know, I was down there when uh, seven people got shot, um, and you know, before I went, I had text my mom, hey, you know, they calling for every available officer in the city to come down here. Um, so I'm just letting you know, I'm getting suited up. I don't know when I'm getting off, but I try to text you throughout the night. Um, you know, she didn't get a one person shot and I would have <laughs> ran the other way. That's the, that, that's why I can't be no cop. I would have heard casual, casual. What did you mean? Like we dressed in casual, but, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, friend. Look, I didn't mean to cut you off, but what? <laughs> what? I've been like, look, I'm not going to even be able to give y'all two weeks notice. My print is not working. <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy and I, I mean i bet you i bet you as a as a mother having a uh officer as a, a a child you know and a black officer as a child i bet you that probably drove her up the wall just as far as you know just anxiety in itself because you know my mom was calling me like don't leave the house and hell i'm just a youtuber <laughs> like <laughs> yeah there is definitely um there was definitely a lot, a lot of like stress and worry for her. And then I have uh, another brother that is in the Marines. And I think at that time, I can't remember if he was deployed um, over in the East or not. Um, or he, he might've been in Camp Lejeune, but like right now he's in, he's in Japan and it's a, a non-combat deployment, but you know, he's still on the other side of the yeah. world. Um, but during the, the protest timeframe, um, one of my family members was actually on the opposite lot side of the protest line um was was one of the protest groups uh, and, and so um but i saw that a lot with like my friends and stuff because you know i went to central yeah. so i graduated from predominantly black uh, yeah. high school um so it was you know it was it was a struggle because i have to do my thing with the police department and try to protect yep. the property and stuff down you know at the city um 
and then to see them, you know, getting tear gas and hit with the, the pepper balls and everything. Uh, that is, so, you know, yeah. coming off the protest line and then texting them the next day, like, hey, I, you know, I saw you get tear gas. Are you OK? Yeah. Um, you know, just they looking at you like, kind of you mean am I OK? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, there, there was um, there was respect both ways. Like, yeah. The people that I knew didn't mess yeah. with me on the protest line. They would keep going and doing things because they, they know what kind of police officer I am. It was the people who had never Amazing met me, didn't one. know anything about me. Um, Very community-driven oriented. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Uh, and, and so they knew who I was, They and we had grown up together. You know, yeah. like I stopped people that I went to school with, and we, you know, okay, so I stopped you for this. Um I mean, you know, so what's going on? Tell me what's going on. All right, cool. We'll just go get this taken care of. Yeah. Um, you know, here's a this is a written warning. It's not a ticket. It's just a warning that way if you get stopped again, you can let somebody know you've already talked to the police about it and you're right. working on resolving it, you know, stuff like that. Ooh, um where, where are you with so, um <laughs> I ain't never got pulled over by you? I wouldn't give any and listen, first because uh, you live in Arizona, Keith. Look. Your skin looks so good. I would do anything to get pulled over by you. Like it's somebody. I'm just, I'm just, I'm talking shit. I'm talking shit. Um, but um, I I did want to like say I that I I personally understand how much of a struggle something like that could be. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you know, but in Lexington, I actually uh was um a a um corrections officer for a couple months. Okay. Um. But the thing is, I, I didn't make it through like training because mm-hmm. for me, Lexington is a lot smaller than Louisville. And, you know, I got a lot of brothers and cousins and stuff. And for me, I felt like there would have been a almost a conflict of interest. And it would it would have been hard for me not being able to uh, live mm-hmm. business and pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. business and family. So I would I would hate to, you know, come to work one day and then look. Eddie, go to your cell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just listening. That's the, I'm just listening. You know what kind of family I got. So I, yeah. that's, you want to do the right thing. Sometimes you got to be like, look, I don't know. All my, my whole daddy side of the family is in there right now. So do I want to be in there being their daddy? <laughs> all right. So um, as far as, okay. So, you know, on that's less of a serious note. Um, mm-hmm. So I do know that you are now, um, you are a, a life coach. And mm-hmm. I am one thing I'm gonna say is y'all look, I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but I get it for free. I get it for free just in a group chat. I'd be like, hey friend, <laughs> I'm stressed. And he really be he has always given me the best advice. So um let's let's talk about maybe your transition from okay. police officer to life coach. Cause you know, obviously with your PhD, now you have that doctor. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, my friend's a doctor, y'all. Hold hold on real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, what was that transition like? Like, what made you say, like, because you obviously know you give great advice. So was it something mm-hmm. where, where you just having a lot of people come to you? Was it something that you actually, it was one of the classes that, you know, while doing your uh, major, like your getting your degree, that was something that stuck out to you? What was it? So uh, I had actually, I've always just liked helping people um, mm-hmm. make decisions, see their strengths, see their weaknesses, and just kind of work through that. So um, we were actually in like my family group chat and one of my cousins posed the question, um, if you could do something that you've always wanted to do career-wise, what would it be? 
And so everybody's like, you know, listing the careers they want to do. And some people's like totally opposite of things they've been doing for 15, 20 years. Right. And so I was like, well, I would want to be a life coach because I like helping people make decisions. Now, I'll say like in policing, um, you're still very much a life coach. You wear a lot of different hats. Um, yeah. You know, you, you, you do go out and you do a lot of like the high profile stuff that people see, like the pursuits yeah. and um, all the other stuff. A lot stuff. of it's still community, though. A lot of it's still yeah. like the yeah. escalation, knowing how to talk to people, yes. knowing, you know, that people are going through things and which is probably a result of what's going at that moment. <clears throat> Yeah, so the all the like, no, nah, you good. Like what we call like the sexy side of police work. That's maybe like mm-hmm. maybe like five eight percent of police work. The less sexy side is is doing all of the talking and the um, yeah, like trying to help people through their problems, right? Because they have these massive problems, um, yeah. these serious breakdowns <laughs> in relationships, and then they call yeah. the police and they expect for you to come in and resolve ten years of trauma. In 20 yeah. minutes, you know, we need a permanent Ooh. solution right now. Um, and so one of the things that I always used to say was, listen, um, we're not going to be able to fix this in 20 minutes. Even if you call I us five Judge times. Judge Lentola. Well, they want you to come in. They thank you, Oprah. And, Sick, you, know, you're gonna, you, <laughs> you know, you're going to drop a great word. Court. <laughs> you know? Listen, and, love uh, <laughs> and your mama's a crackhead, but love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, like, like, I love it, y'all this, 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 <laughs> this is not a TV show, right? It's like real mm-hmm. life. Um, like, I, I remember a funny story when this is a true funny story. So it's like 3 a.m. Um, we get a phone call from a young lady. Her mom is trying to take the keys to the van. She's intoxicated. She's trying to go drive drunk. Okay, great. So we drive up the road um, and, you know, sure enough, there's a lady in the van trying to pull out of a parking spot. Kid is, well, I say kid, but she's she's a grown woman. She's trying to get her mom yeah. out of the van. So we get her out the van onto the porch. So go up to the porch. I'm like, ma'am, you know, what's going on? Uh, she's like, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Me and my husband have been having problems. And so we try to have a threesome. But then I noticed he was doing her more than he was doing me. And so then I got mad. And then all this other stuff comes out. <laughs> you know? so like, all this other stuff is coming out. And like me and my partners are looking at each other like, first of all, it's three in the morning and it's cold and you're drunk. Like, you know, just bang, 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 bang. So I was like, like girl, <laughs> is she still in the house? <laughs> well, no. Uh, so, okay. This is the other thing. So, after she got mad, the husband took the other woman and left, I guess, to finish doing her. I don't know. But, you know, so I was like, OK, I said, OK, so what 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 did we learn today? What did we learn? She was like, what do you mean? No, what did we learn? I said, here's what we learned. If we're having problems between the two of us, we don't introduce a third person. This is the first thing that we learned. You know, mm-hmm. so now here I am at. You know, I'm 28 and I'm talking to this woman that's in her 50s about Mm -hmm. making positive life decisions. Uh, And and that's a lot of what police work is, is, you know, you're going into somebody's home that could be twice your age, old enough to be your grandparents, Mm -hmm. great grandparents. And they're relying on you to take whatever this situation is and to come up with a solution. Um, and like sometimes, like you know, I don't have a drinking problem. I don't. I've never been addicted mm-hmm. to drugs. Uh, I don't have a gambling problem. Um, 
I've never messed around with like prostitutes or anything. So I was gonna say you, um, you I've always you got good self control. You really do. Mm-hmm. For the most part. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But you got the most part. But you still but but as far as life choices go, yes. You have yeah. pretty good you know, yeah. we all listen, I try to all... I try to be uh I try to be grounded and then I yeah. and I try to make sure that I, I stay disciplined and I, and I try to stay on a regimen. I notice like if I if I'm not on a regimen and if I'm not looking mm-hmm. at my goals or something like that, it's real easy to to get off track and then start doing right. something else that's not conducive to what I need to be doing. So Yeah. Um yeah. Well listen I, th- I think I, I, I thought... think I answered the question. No, oh, you did answer yeah, the question. Oh, oh. So so yeah, so instances like that yeah. are what led to me becoming a life coach. But primarily it was my cousin that asked the question about you know the careers like that we will be thing. doing. Yeah, and that was that was actually back in February of this year. She asked that because we we were talking okay. about it. I took a screenshot of it. So I know it was, it was Janet. What? It was Janet. No, it was my cousin Felicia. Oh, okay. Yeah, I this was this was Felicia that asked Janet it. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> um, Janet. So, <laughs> so when she asked that, um, you know, from February, and then I started my business in June, and um, that's empowering life changes. I started that in June, and then um, uh, everything has just, you know, started going up from there. So, you know, I do the uh, I do the daily affirmations. Uh, I've started to yes. create some other content, um, which is kind of like the midday pick me up. Um, so okay. a few days a week, you know, I drop that in. And that's like probably about eight or nine like slides that I create, which is different things, different affirmations. I love all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Thank y'all, you. Listen, thank if, you. Y'all, if y'all don't, if y'all don't go, if y'all are not already following him, if y'all don't have a plan on going to follow my friend, trust me, I'm always posting his stuff on my story. So if you ever need yes. a good aff- uh, 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 affirmation, Mm-hmm. Go to his page or go to my story because he's always gonna help. He's gonna lift you out of whatever you got going on mm-hmm. for real. I'm the comedy. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the one with sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we, yeah, he's yeah. And then him. And then and then I follow that up with the uh, with the podcast, and and so that gives me the ability to um, kind of reach. Uh, I hope a larger audience, mm-hmm. um, and and I get to share some of my own personal experiences as well as things that I've learned, uh, and I get to really tie everything in uh, together. Okay, so one thing I do want to get into because obviously you have all these you have all these accomplishments, accomplishments <laughs> degrees. You have you have a lot of stuff going for yourself. So I do want to know, mm-hmm. like, what is something that you are most proud of? Like, what is one of the things that that you've done that has been like? I'm so glad my mama got to see me do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, because that's, that's what a lot of us do it for, for real. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I really have have done a lot. Uh, can't take anything away from that. Uh, so, <laughs> real. No, for real. Uh, so I feel like you know everything, and, and it's so funny. I asked that question because I was telling this to Jay. Um, everything that I've ever said I want to do, I at least make sure I reach out and touch it. You know, I may not be yeah. successful, but I, I get my hands on it at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, I think the thing I'd be the most proud of is like my mom being able to, um, see me help her raise my three younger brothers. Um, because everything else, you know, 
really comes after that. Like I started raising yeah. them um, when I was in like third grade. So yeah. Um, Helping them with homework, taking them to school, going to parent teacher conference, taking them to the doctor, get know. their haircut. So, you know, you had, I don't think I knew you had that many siblings. I think I knew you I had a four. four. I had four. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do y'all all so, look like. No. Um, so, my older brother and I, we have the same dad. And then my, okay. my three younger brothers, they all have the same dad. I mean, we. I was, I you know, we, we the family family. Time. Yeah, yeah. When I was, yeah, working, yeah. At the, when yeah. I was working at the yeah. gym, like. <laughs> Checked in and was like Demetrius. I was like, "Are you still my friend's identity?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Not that I'm trying to put your daddy's name on blast. But, you know, same name. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know what? I will say. So, oh no wait. Oh no wait. That's oh no wait. That's a different. That's a totally different story. So, um, Kim uh-oh. and I have the mm-hmm. same name yeah him and i have the same name but when i was yeah. like 16 it came out that he's not my dad now my dad and yeah my dad and i oh. do really look alike yeah yeah oh yeah. you know what <laughs> if i can be honest with you matrius same thing over here bro like you know my yeah. daddy's name. listen my name is keith wayne riley jr but mm-hmm. my daddy's name is mike anderson <laughs> okay yeah yeah. So how am I junior yeah. with my daddy named Mike Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, things happen. They happen, and, you know, my you know, and, and yeah, and <laughs> all you can do is yeah. is just roll along with it, you know, yeah. and, and make the best out of it. Um and yeah, in fact we had great. yeah, so yes. But you have you have <laughs> met you have yeah, you have met my my real dad. He's uh we we look just like same body build. Um I mean like same teeth, everything. Really? Yeah, everything. Oh. Yep. We might have to go find his daddy for real, y'all. <laughs> I got a couple. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm taking that out too. For Jay, get mad. Um, Jesus. I know he gonna watch this. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, so speaking of the gym, because I did mention I saw mm-hmm. your dad at the gym or whatever. So I want to mm-hmm. ask you because obviously you have a great body. We. Uh, we can see it and go to the Instagram or if, you know, um, if I just so happen to maybe, you know, start sliding up pictures and stuff <laughs> like, I don't know. But I'm just saying, with that being said, what uh, what was it that made you say, like, I got to I got to go get my butt in the gym? Because from the time I met you, you've always I mean, it's been you've been doing the gym for years. So what was it that was like? I don't want to just be sitting out here with a bird chest. Like, was it like, was it for, uh, was it for health reasons? Was it for uh, like vanity reasons? What was it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think about like when I think about working out, uh, I, I think how my how's my well, not how am I going to look, but how is my body going to feel? How is it going to react when yeah. I'm like 60, 70? So I look at it for longevity purposes. Yeah. Um, if you look at it. Like, oh, I need to have this done by the summer. I mean, that's good, too, for some people. But I feel yeah. like that's a real, like, short-sighted goal Short because goal. the summer's going to come and go. And then when the summer's over with, are you still going to have that same discipline and keep working out? So, um, no, that's people's that's people's uh, easy way out of not staying with their diet when they try to say, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm just going to do it into the summer and whatever. Mm-hmm. They know they're not going to stay consistent after that pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, my dad was always into lifting. He played football. He mm-hmm. wrestled basketball. Um, my mom did. Um, she did track 
and I have other family members that run track and cross country and mm-hmm. stuff. So um, I just have a lot of family members that were athletic. So um, I, I believe it was probably just in like our uh, family gene pool. And mm-hmm. um, like, you know, I could run, uh, I could play sports. I did martial arts for a long time. I used to fight on a national I team. I see that. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> and I so, uh, <laughs> listen, listen, what, I'm gonna tell you this my first time meeting this man. Um, so it's so crazy that we, uh, we were living in the same city, mm-hmm. but had never met. We had met while we were in Florida visiting, mm-hmm. visiting a mutual friend for his birthday. And mm-hmm. I'd never forget, uh, I didn't even realize that you know he had a nice body until, uh, I, I feel like I had heard somebody maybe I heard somebody mention. That his roommate was like, I just want to, I just want to fill his abs. It's so like I heard, I feel like I heard that. Oh, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl I that danced I know, at I Disney. Know her name. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I name, cannot think of her go, name. Go, go, I know it, but yeah. I don't say it. Cannot think of her name. No, she did <laughs> slide her hand up my shirt and was like rubbing on my uh, chest and everything at the uh, at the at the bar. Yeah, she did. Dude. And I think that's when I realized I was like, <laughs> I want that kind of attention, like, because I've always had, I always had like a nice body, but I never was the gym person and so one thing mm-hmm. i wanted to transition into this letting y'all know that demetrius started me and my gym <laughs> journey like literally uh, he was yeah, my, my first time going to the yes my first time going to the gym <laughs> actually doing a routine taking anything serious and not just going in there just picking up stuff lifting stuff and just you know trying to just feel a little burn that was mm-hmm. my very first time going to the gym with you and since then i mean you know we fall off especially since quarantine whatever but you you really helped me do that. You helped me with my diet. You told me how many mm-hmm. cheat days I could have. Uh, <laughs> and we went to the. I mean, I think we started off on at one. No, we was at I think the Jefferson L.A. Fitness. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even. Yeah, uh, Taylorsville Road. Taylorsville yeah, Road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like I looked mm-hmm. at this man, met him in Florida, and was like, okay, when we get back to Kentucky, you're gonna be my trainer. Like I pretty mm-hmm. much. I'm that person. They're like, once you fuck with me, you stuck with me. Like I, you ain't going nowhere. I, if I want you to be my friend. You're gonna be my friend, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. So thank you for that because you've got me Absolutely. a lot of money yeah. um, and uh, and a lot of uh, a lot of you know followers just based off my little body that I, I kind of look like you. <laughs> um, all right, so let's see. Um, so okay, I did see. I saw you running in the Ironman marathon. Mm-hmm. So would you care to explain exactly what what that is? Um, so you don't. Necessarily I mean, obviously, it's a marathon, but what does it support? What does it benefit? Like, what is the organization behind it? Um, so I know you were going. Through, I know. <laughs> I, I believe you had. Uh, you know, sorry for bringing this up, but had lost uh, a partner or something in there. So I feel like it meant more to you than just a, a marathon, because you were mm-hmm. you were doing it in uh, to you know celebrate someone's legacy and in, in somebody's mm-hmm. name. Yes. So um, one of my friends at my old police department, Detective Deidre Mingadote, um, she was killed in a vehicle collision uh, Christmas Mm. Eve um, 2018. Mm. And so I'd always talked to her about wanting to do an Ironman. So, again, talking about, you know, things I want to do, saying I'm going to do Ironman before I turn 30. Um, And then one of my last conversations with her you know, was her telling me, uh, well, you need to go ahead and do it. You know, what do you, what are you waiting on? You need to go ahead and do it. So, uh, again, just reaching out, you know, and touching those things that I say I want to do. And that's how I got signed up to do Ironman Louisville. 
So it is, uh, it's a triathlon event. So there is a, uh, a typical Ironman has a 2.4 mile swim. And then it has a hundred bike ride. Yeah. <laughs> and then four, like American miles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Atreus. What? <laughs> you did the. <laughs> well, our swim, so, so our swim ended up being canceled because, okay. uh, and it's done, it's done in open water. It's done in like a lake. Uh, it could be okay. done in a pool, but it depends on where the race organization is having it at. So mm-hmm. the swim portion is first. And, and everything is going one after the other. So it's not like mm-hmm. you do the swim and you have six hours or whatever in between. No, as soon as you come out of the water, you, you transition to the bikes. Dang. Yeah. So um, so the way like it's set up. Apart. Yeah, basically. So the way it's set up, you, you, you swim out and do your 2.4 miles. You come up, you come out of your wetsuit if you're in a wetsuit or, you know, some people just wear one outfit the whole day. But um, you come out of that and then you go to the tent. You get your things, socks and shoes. Um. That was yeah, definitely would have, this thing. well, yeah, it, and it definitely would have come out of the Ohio. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> you know. oh. Uh, oh, but uh, so our swim was canceled because the water was too toxic. There was like some toxic algae blooms like floating throughout all of the Ohio. It, your wetsuit would have disintegrated. Real, probably so. <laughs> Uh, so we didn't have to do the swim. So we started the day on the bikes. Um, and you ride all the way out to like, um, LaGrange and Crestwood, mm-hmm. like the prospect area. Um, and then you come back into town, just 112 miles. And then off the bike, you go put the bike up, um, change shoes. Some people change socks too, in case you get a lot of sweat and stuff in there. Cause then you go out and you do run a full marathon right after you get off the bike. So, um, uh, you, you asked like what 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 all do they do? So Iron Man supports a lot of different things. Um, they support kids, animals, like uh, <laughs> what you you ran this many miles for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, twenty twenty six point two. I'm about to hyperventilate. Just think, look, I'm talking to the calculator. I'm about to hyperventilate. Just think about it, friend. Oh my god, but you have but it amazing was... shape though. So I mean, I'm pretty sure that it mean it was hard. And you had to. Push oh no no no! Oh no no no! It was it was it was very very difficult. I wanted to give up a lot of time. And I know. And day. I also know that you uh, <laughs> that you were suffering from like a, a some, I believe something was wrong with your knee or your leg. Yeah, it was like time. yeah, it was my IT band that was causing uh, like a lot of pain on the uh, outside of my knee. Um, I had been so trying to thank you. Uh, I had been trying to manage it. With, uh, of course, ice and heat, stretching, mm-hmm. doing yoga. I was driving to Atlanta like uh, every couple weekends, um, going to go see a guy named EJ, um, phenomenal massage therapist in the Atlanta mm-hmm. area. Um, I was doing cupping. I did um, dry needling. I did acupuncture. Cupping is they put that like that. Um, they put that suction thing on you, and you have like those mm-hmm. red marks on you. Mm-hmm. You were doing it on your leg. Yeah, so it's used to manipulate the um, blood flow blood in the flow. area. Yeah, to kind of speed up recovery and stuff. Um, Ooh, but I mean, I did, I did. My face. <laughs> Get some of this skin together, so I can look uh, like I think, you. I, Shit. I think, <laughs> it's dark. Well, it's, look, it's dark over here for a reason, friend. <laughs> well, I live with an esthetician, so. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Yes, listen. I, when I was going through your pictures trying to figure out which one I wanted to put on her, I was looking through there and I was like, "This man's skin is a 
freaking amazing. I, <laughs> listen. Okay. Uh, oh, and you know what? Since we're talking about like the whole fitness Iron Man thing, since I didn't get to show what I, what I was going to show, y'all, y'all can see them right here. <laughs> there is the body. There's what my friend looks like. But guess what? He's a doctor. He's an officer. He could be a damn model. You know what I'm saying? Look, look. 15 things can be true at the same time. Ain't none of it, ain't none of it, uh, what is it, mutually exclusive. Yeah. It can be all of the above. <laughs> and, you know, like, it's, it's just, like, that's what I'm saying. He's literally black excellence. Like, he's a black-ass nigga. I'm going to take that out because I know you don't want me to mess your brand up like that. But he's a black-ass nigga. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, so go ahead, uh, so real quick. Go ahead and explain to me uh, again what they do, what they do benefit, and who they do help out the, uh, the Iron Man Corporation or, or Marathon. <clears throat> okay, so um, the uh, it's it's like IMF, the Iron Man Federation. So they 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 help out a lot of different organizations, um, medical stuff, animals, kids. Um, uh, they just recently had a young man that completed the Iron Man. I think the Iron Man Florida. Um, I think a year ago. I believe, mm-hmm. I believe it was a year ago. He had Down syndrome. He's the first person with Down syndrome to ever complete an Ironman. So he did the swim, the bike, and the run. Um, we have no excuse. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so the, the 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 thing about like the Ironman is only like one to two percent of uh, the world population will ever complete one because um, right when you when you look at what all it requires. Um, People just like, nah, I'm not, you know, getting invested in that. So, um, when you are also <laughs> one or two percent of the world that got the doctorate, so I don't, I yeah. it don't surprise me whatsoever <laughs> that you are the one or two percent of the world that finished that Iron Man race. I, look, I, I'm not gonna quit bragging on you. I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm, I hate to keep cutting you off, but like every time you see something, I just be so much more proud of you. So, keep talking. I'm sorry, just, ahead, friend. it's my friend, y'all. It's my friend, it's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I just I felt like for me that that was like the the pinnacle of like my fitness success. Like yeah. I never wanted to be like a huge like bodybuilder or anything like that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like anytime that um, you and I have worked out together, I've always preached like quality over quantity um, and, and having like functional muscle mass so you can actually like use it. So um, like when I thought about being like really in shape, like really testing the limits of my fitness. I was like, I'm going to do an Ironman. And uh, so, so yeah. You, you were like, you like me, you don't want to, you want to be big, but you don't want to be like bodybuilder big. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you don't want to, I, I feel you. Cause you know, at that point, like you was like, Oh, I can run. You get that big. Mm-hmm. You won't be too big to slap the earth. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and I, I want to be able to, and I always, I always, think of things in terms of like fighting and it comes from my martial yeah. arts background. Like I, I yeah. still want, I want to be strong, oh, yeah. but I want to be fast. You know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to be able to react to stuff that's happened. I want to be able to move, um, yeah. and manipulate somebody's body. So, um, those, those are the things that are always in my head. Like even when I'm also, getting dressed for the day and stuff like that, I'm, I'm thinking about if, really? what, what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, Oh, this shirt's okay. too tight. I can't, uh, uh-uh, I it's guess too it's too aerodynamic. Like what? It's oh. too tight. Yeah. For, for years, like probably well over 10 years. When I, get a pair, when I go into the fitting room with a pair of pants, I always like see if I can kick in the pants. If I can't kick in the pants, I'm not wearing them. You know, and I've got I got yeah, other I, friends that do martial arts that we do the same thing. We were talking about it one day. We do the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna see because I got them a little tight. 
I can't. So I, even if I didn't have these on, I can't do a full kick no more. Y'all, I'm getting low. Like whatever. Uh, but maybe I do need to start doing that so I can. I should probably start trying my pants on when I buy them instead of just like, yeah. getting them and then being like, oh, they don't fit. And I leave them in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's see. What is something that you are good at that nobody knows? Like, are you uh, you like to fix stuff, or do you like to cook? Can you uh, can you like I, I don't know. Like, can you ride a dinosaur, friend? <laughs> uh, what is something that nobody would know? Like, that would just, like, surprise people. Like, do you sing? You look no, like you sing. No, I don't sing. No, um, most of the times when you are a good public speaker, you don't get the gift of singing. Like, oh, know, uh, God, yes. yeah, God, God knows when to cut you off. Yes, he so, does. <laughs> um, yes, he does. Um, something that most people, I just got mad. I'd <laughs> be like, ooh, why did my, ooh, why, why can you sing? I can't. <laughs> I'd get mad. <laughs> uh I mean everybody that knows me like no knows that I do really well um with animals but I like I like to work with my hands so um before I got um before I got my my new car I used to mm-hmm. do a lot of my own maintenance so I used to uh I could take like a book like uh, it's a book called a Haynes manual or I could watch a YouTube yep. video and I can change brakes I could do oil um, I could do rotors, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's why we get along. We like, <laughs> we the gay, I listen, I'm gonna just say, cause we the gay men, we get our hands dirty. Like I love, like, honestly, yeah. like that is, that's probably a lot of the reason where we connect because we are, we like to, never mind. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say the wrong thing to offend nobody, but you know, some people just don't, some people just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, yeah. Fix your car, build you a house, probably, and it's all from YouTube. Haynes manual. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so I'm, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure, like living in Miami is amazing. I'm pretty sure the views that are out there are amazing. I'm pretty sure, like, just the the nightlife, everything is amazing. But you, I mean, you live, you're Miami adjacent, but you mm-hmm. know, like you don't live in Miami, but you're what in Coral Springs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with that being said, like if you if you could live anywhere, to you know, like if you could think of one place that would be a good place for you to be a, a good cop, you know, if you mm-hmm. could live anywhere to be like the to further your career as a good life coach, you know, or like if you wanted to further your career, like just where would you, where's, where would you like for your last place to be? Or the place where you go to build everything up, or is, or is where you're at what it is? Because I want to come where you are. Like, I'm so glad you stayed there. Oh my God, I'm so glad I got a friend living in Miami so I can come visit y'all. Woo. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think I really have decided or settled on yeah. that part yet. Um, before I was coming to Florida, um, I was actually. I just recently visited uh, Portugal um, mm-hmm. over in Lisbon. And uh, man, it's, it's so nice over there. And so was I have that, a friend. Was that this picture? No, that's uh, Cabo. That's in Mexico. Oh, uh, okay. Y'all know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there as well. He stay traveling. <laughs> he stay traveling. We have a birthday trip. <laughs> we both Aries. We have a birthday trip. Two years past due. 
His ass won't go to Cabo. <laughs> well, yeah, we had I'm the trip. We had the, no, we had the trip planned, but then yeah. uh, COVID happened. COVID. And yeah, for COVID the first happened. time, probably for the first time ever, Vegas shut down. Everything oh my god so oh my god yeah. bacon shut down and then my like spirit shut down right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right so you, oh, what was you said about porga drew yeah oh, i'm sorry but um excuse me i had a friend that was working in um in zurich switzerland and so i had flew mm-hmm. to zurich to see her and then we took another flight to portugal Mm-hmm. And I mean, we just fell in love with Portugal and uh, we had started looking up like property over there and, and um, how to get this gold card and just all this other stuff. Uh, so we were actually looking at moving to Portugal. So I think Ooh. It's, it's probably like really safe to say that if I was going to go somewhere, I would want to like yeah. buy an island. Um, yeah. I, and you probably, <laughs> listen, yo, you probably got enough. <laughs> USD in his savings account to go do whatever he's talking about doing. Because like he said, when he says he wants to do something, he makes sure he at least touches it. He'll buy a piece of sand off that island if he can't afford it. I promise, <laughs> right about that. I promise you, he's going to buy a piece of sand off that island if he cannot afford it. He's going to get it. Palm tree something. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that is um, that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. All right. I yeah. think maybe if I could ever get a passport and be able to like actually leave and go somewhere, like and maybe I go check out Portugal and want to move there. But I don't know. Like I told you, but the one time when I was like moving to Arizona, I was driving through New Mexico and thought I needed a passport to get through there. So yes. I, uh, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, friends. So look. Um. So one. Uh, I want to go ahead and we're gonna like we're gonna change the mood up a little bit and we're gonna uh okay. we're just gonna, we're gonna play a little game called this or that. And so what, okay. what this is going to consist of, I'm going to name a couple of things, a couple of situations, or just whatever the case may be, and you got to tell me which one of the two that you would prefer, and you have okay. to answer. Okay? Okay. All, All right. right. So, okay. <laughs> this or that. Bad breath or bad sex? Mm, I would rather have bad sex than bad breath. Yeah, oh, I think I no, I feel you because that means like there's some bacteria <laughs> back there. Like we can work with other stuff, but like that bacteria got to go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, okay. <laughs> would you prefer like a big house or would you prefer a nice car? Mm, I'll do a big house. Only I was about to say only one of them gets equity. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real. All right. Okay. So, would you prefer somebody with money who's rude? Or somebody who's broke is nice. Mm, that's a good one. Um, you could be broken nice. Broken nice. Yeah. So, so the money ain't gonna keep you in a in a, in a bad situation. Well, when you ask Shit. that question, well, no, when you, uh, well, when you ask that question, I'm not looking at it as like um, as our money combined. Right, I, my money is my yeah. money, and, and you just broke with a pleasant personality. So, <laughs> I, I can I can breathe a little bit of life into you, and then you can try to yeah. get the finances squared away. But right. um, yeah, so that's how that's how you got to protect your peace. You have to protect your peace too. Like <laughs> yeah, be with somebody just for for the money, and a lot of people yeah. end up in those situations to be miserable. So yeah, that's listen. A, that's a good the you know the sage only goes so far. <laughs> 
I got look. That's why I got dragon's blood. My my sage is <laughs> in dragon's blood. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, all right. So, uh, all right. Chris Brown or Trey Songs, and I ain't talking about the music. Hmm. I don't really like all the tattoos that Chris got now. Like prior to that, I feel like he looked better. He looked you know, a little. He so looks a little I, strung out now. Sometimes he looks. Yeah, so I had to go Trey, but I haven't really been I, attracted to Trey song since like Jupiter Love came out. I can agree. That's back, that's, maybe. That's back when I was in high school. You know, listen, I, I threw up some old school. Listen, because we ain't no, <laughs> we ain't no little young whippersnappers. I don't know who the little young Uchi Kuchi Karisha dolls is. So I'm just, just going to go with what I know. Uh, <laughs> but as far as like Trey, definitely one thing I will say about him. That smile. He has a great smile. Mm-hmm. I love his smile. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay. So are you a dark liquor? Are you a light liquor kind of person? Oh, dark liquor. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> All right. And listen, I got the last question for this round because we got one more segment we're gonna get into after this. Uh okay. but so the last question for this is chitlins or pig feet? And you have to answer. <laughs> Okay, so full disclosure, I don't eat either one of them. I think they're I know, both that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure you've tried both of them to know they're both disgusting. Oh no, I haven't. No, honestly, mm-hmm. I, ooh, mm-hmm. no. Feet, I, I, I smelled, I smelled chitlins one time. I was like, oh my god! And then my <laughs> grandmother used to do um, pig's feet with pinto beans and cornbread, and I was like. He was like, uh-uh, you wouldn't mess with that. Look, like, I made chitlins we, for uh, I made chitlins came, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we, we, we done came too far. Just... I made chitlins for Thanksgiving, and, and uh, Bay, he ate them. He was like, I don't think they cook because they still smell like shit. I was like, no, they cook. They're just going like, to smell like that, period. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I yeah, um, yeah, because on one hand, you're eating the intestinal tract, and on the other side, you're eating the feet that, because they don't go anywhere yeah. else to use it they just go you know and, that and so I, would, I would probably have to do the feet because at least i would feel like i could clean them better right I, you know we're talking yeah, about no, I, yeah no, intestinal tracts no. you just, no, I feel you. just I feel you. yeah i feel you anytime <laughs> listen when i be trying to explain it to you, even when they ask what they are like i'll be i'll give them a disclosure first and i'm like look yeah that's all they gave us back in the day. Like they gave, we had the slaves had to eat the chitlins. Okay, so look, I'm I'm just staying true to my culture, but you are right. We have come very far. At least the fried chicken, <laughs> shit, fried chicken. Yeah, I mean, and you know, I I have mostly like a pescatarian diet. Um, besides okay. the times that I'll go and like eat out and stuff, I still yeah. get steak. Um, and I do chicken every That's once in a while, but mainly three four times a day, I just do salmon and rice. Um, with a little bit of broccoli, and that's yeah. When we first started hanging out, and uh, I remember like trying to figure out my my diet. I remember you. I was like, "Yeah, I'm about to bulk up." I was like, "I want to eat steak every day." You was like, "Don't do that because that's gonna mess up your bowel (laughs) movements." That's literally what you said. Like that's gonna mess up your bowel movements. (laughs) So I was, I was listening. Had I not had that second of a conversation with you, my bowel movements would stop. 
still probably be messed up to this day. So, <laughs> yeah, all know, that red meat. <laughs> enough, enough, about, enough about my bowels. Um, so I, uh, I'm pretty sure it's people uh, that are watching, they're obviously looking at you glowing over. They're probably like, oh, mm -hmm. he's a, what a beautiful chocolate man. Uh -huh. I'm pretty sure they like, that's a beautiful chocolate man. So I want to know, and the people want to know, are you single? Are you in a relationship? Uh, no, I know, but I just want to get <laughs> yeah no i've been in a relationship for over a year now um Ooh. my guy yeah he uh he's a police officer as well and then he's an esthetician oh. um and and so things are things are really going good you know so we're just working on continuing to to lay that foundation and to remain grounded uh and, and just to keep moving things forward so. and his skin is popping too oh yes my God. yeah okay. yeah okay. listen yes. i know we was talking earlier <laughs> right we was like who's saying like you know if you if you having problems like y'all don't need to bring a third person in but I just want mm -hmm. y'all to know that like if y'all ever need a third I don't have to have sex with y'all <laughs> but like if y'all need a third person to work on your skin like if I want to be the third in the esthetician part of the relationship that's what I need like tell that Nick tell him to get his sandpaper and come on like I like, come on uh, <laughs> what's up Jay I'm just playing I love your skin though buddy um all right so uh, okay so let me add I do want to ask you this. So, you know, obviously you've been with Jay. It's been over a year. It's been it's mm -hmm. been it's been some time at this point. Um what was a quality or what are some qualities that when you find like when you see in your partner, like you're like, I that is like I have to have that person. Are you the kind of like goes for the looks or do you prefer the the um I guess like the the not beauty and you know what I'm saying? Are you mm -hmm. the type that goes for looks, or do you go for the substance? So, uh, of course, like the looks, those kind of like just surface things, kind of like yeah, bring this person to your attention. But yeah, uh, on, on a yeah, on a more deeper level, before uh, we even get serious, I'm looking at relatability. Um, what kind of conversations mm -hmm. are we having? Do I feel like mentally stimulated? Um, once yeah. our interactions are over with, um, like, what does my energy feel like? Do I feel drained? Do I feel replenished? Um, and then, uh, I mean, he can attest to this. One of the things that I told him, I was like, before um, we actually become committed to another, like, I need to see you hanging around your family and your friends. And yeah, he's like, why? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, I just want to see you all's interactions, you know? Um and, and that's like a, a big thing to me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, again, you know, seeing how you handle people, seeing how people handle you, um, because it's very easy when it's just two people communicating. Um, yeah. And I was actually talking this about, uh, well, with a client earlier, it's very easy in the first few months that somebody's able to like put on that face that they want to show you. Uh, and then over time, they're representative. You know, yeah, once once a few months rolls by, they can't keep up that facade, that image, and you really get to see the person you're going to be dating, and that's when you have to make the decision. Okay, yes, I can I can keep moving forward with this person as they are right. now, um, and and see them, you know, as they get better, but still been able to accept them throughout the process. So, meet them where they're at, but, but still, mm -hmm. I still have expectations for them to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I heard somebody say one time that their that their test is um, she's like, I'm just gonna take him to the restaurant and see how I treat the waiter. If he's mean to the waiter, mm -hmm. I know he's gonna be mean to me. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, sometimes it could be little things like that. Like if you don't mm-hmm. look, if you know you ain't about to meet his family, take him to a restaurant and see how he treats the staff. I'm just saying, it's mm-hmm. another it's a little thing, right? Absolutely. There. Um, yeah, absolutely. All right. So, okay. So you know, obviously, y'all are in a you know in a a healthy, committed relationship, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm super happy about that. Like, I can't wait till we go on our first couple trips, like our couple trip and stuff like that. It's gonna be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But I do want to know, and it, it doesn't have to be pertaining to your at your current relationship. But I would like to know what is something that you would consider like a deal breaker, something that would be a non-negotiable for you. Um, I mean, something that I've always like, like really focused on um as like poor money management yeah so that's that's like a big thing because a lot of a lot of couples um find themselves in in disagreements um when they start having issues with finances so um before i get committed to somebody i'm always kind of paying attention to how they spend money what do they spend money on um and then I have to see you at the different seasons of your life. So like when you're up, right. when you're down, when you got money, when you yep. don't have money, you know, because um, you're going to get different versions of this person as they progress mm-hmm. to these different like emotional spectrums. Um, so yeah, I a big agree. deal breaker for me has always been like finances because the, the more time you spend with somebody, when you start like living together, you know, yep. looking at buying a home or, or it, you know, for, uh, well, now all couples, when you start looking at raising kids together, what happens with your money is now affecting my money. Agreed. You know? And and then now there's there's the potential for there to be like a loss uh, a loss of trust. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you're taking money out of this account without telling me, or this is supposed to be a savings yeah. account, and and you're draining it. Um, now we have a problem, and then now you, you know, lose like your sexual intimacy, your emotional attachment. Um, and there's a lot of resentment, and, and so it's just, yeah. yeah so, I've, I've always said when I'm broke, my penis don't work. Like if I'm yeah. like when I like yeah. seriously when I'm when my money ain't Britney. <laughs> like I can't, I cannot. <laughs> like don't, ain't no let's cuddle, ain't no oh let's. I, I can't think straight. Like that's just what it yeah. is. So I I completely understand you when it comes to like I can't be with somebody who's spending all of our money, especially when I'm trying to keep it in a pot. Uh uh-uh, um, mm-hmm. because listen, if you want Junior to work, you better quit spending all my money. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. So, um, but, uh, I, I have I have another friend that is, um, you know, is the same way. Is mm-hmm. like, um, when when there's issues uh, with his finances, like he's not interested in having sex. He's he yep. needs to rebuild that financial security because financial security equates to stability. It does. Um, and and so when you don't have that, that then becomes a focus because I think one of the things I know I'm off on a little tangent, but I think one of the things that we don't really um, think about uh, when we turn like 18 and we get our high school diploma, we're like, oh, I'm grown. Uh, can nobody tell me what to do now? Um, I'm about to move out and get my own place, get my own car. We don't recognize how short 30 days is. And then I was explaining this to my younger brother when he got his first apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first he had a really good plan and then he kind of went off sideways. And I was like, maybe right. you should table that because you're going to move in 15 days into the month. 15 days later, you're going to have to pay full like rent. That. Yeah, 30 days later, another full rent. And you you want to try to minimize these additional layers of stress 
yeah. by uh, rushing into different situations. So, yep. I heard um uh, I heard a financial uh, financial coach. Uh, her name is uh, Dr. Lynn Richardson. Um, mm-hmm. I heard her speak one time, and she was saying that um she was like, as long as you live paycheck to paycheck, you're going to always have a lot of stress on your shoulders because you're mm-hmm. always going to be how do I do this? How do I get that? Okay, I, it's always going to be that, and you're never going to give your time. You're never going to have any time to mentally rest, mm-hmm. and it's going to drive you crazy. So that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Well, she says she says living paycheck to Monday, which means your check is gone by Monday. Mm-hmm. You get paid mm-hmm. on Friday. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I definitely I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. And and finances are definitely a a, a huge factor, especially when mm-hmm. you live together. Especially when you live together. So you definitely want to make sure that you have somebody that has the same at least scope or goal or understanding of how you want your money to be at least i'm gonna just say that absolutely um, yeah and then the other thing for for me especially like mm-hmm. just growing up in my background um has always been domestic violence and that manifests yeah. in in many many different ways um you know if somebody is trying to withhold money from you or yeah. withhold your ability to come and go as you please even if yeah. you're trying to get out of the relationship and yeah. they refuse to allow you to exit their relationship. Um, a lot of times when we hear domestic violence, it's people think like physically being assaulted. But yeah. um, <clears throat> again, it manifests in so many different ways. And, emotional abuse, yeah. which is sometimes even more painful mm-hmm. than physical abuse. To yeah. be honest. I mean, not to justify one or the other, but it really sometimes those emotional scars, mm-hmm. you can heal. You can heal from somebody, you know, black in your eye. But if mm-hmm. they black your life, you ain't gonna like that's something that's gonna really stay with you. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely, I, I can definitely understand your aspect, like your position on that as well. I'm thinking, like, if I can come up with some more questions, we can like make this like a, a two segment. And okay. I also kind of want to bring that's you fine. on to like, like also do like a. I kind of want to have you and Derek on here um, together, like so we could do like a so a panel discussion about things that not I don't want it to be like messy or nothing like that, but mm-hmm. like just a, it could be a current event. It could be our perspectives on certain things because I feel like we're I feel like in our friend group, we are very we're three very, 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 very different people. But mm-hmm. somehow <laughs> and I love that about us because we're all we have different just demeanors and just everything about ourselves and but we still somehow manage to come together and we've maintained our click, our three person mm-hmm. click for going on to like two years now or something, you know, two years. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. I, I would love to, I would love to catch some of that magic that we catch, you know, in our personal chats. I would love to catch it on camera. So, so as a life coach, <laughs> I want to know, since you're so good at making decisions and you know, mm-hmm. you, you are pretty, you have a good <clears throat> discernment. I do know that. Um, but I would want to know, I just want your personal opinion. Do you consider cheating to be a deal breaker? So when I was younger, I used to. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, as I got a little bit older, kind of more mature uh, mm-hmm. into, into dating, um, I would say no. So being in therapy, um, you yeah doing a lot of you know research and, and and stuff like that you have to get to the root cause of the infidelity right uh, and and now then you have to decide 
once you get to the root, if you decide to do that, is it a relationship that you believe there is a chance of repairing? And also, are you going to be in a position where you can forgive the other person um, because they didn't have the capacity at that time to respect you as their partner? And then can you forgive yourself because of the pain that, you know, you you had to endure, but also you're going to have to endure um, because it's a very, like, emotional thing. So absolutely. Even even though you decide, okay, all right, we're going to stay together. We're going to move forward. Um, we're going to work through this. There, It's almost kind of like PTSD, right? You got to continue to have things that just you can see an image or a smell or a song yeah. or something that could bring you back to that moment and yep. then you mad all over again. But, you know, I told you I forgive you, so I don't want to keep bringing this up. But at the same time, you really had me messed up when you did what you did. You yeah. know, so... There is this vicious a double cycle. Edge, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's why I say you have to decide if you are going or to be it. able to to move forward. Yeah, if the relationship yeah. is at the ends, and you know we already on the rails, and you yeah. don't went out and did this, like yeah, I will just, say you know, some of those people, on, uh, but... a, a lot of people, <laughs> they, they say that they forgive somebody and then don't truly forgive them, and then that's just the thing. I don't know if you've seen the video I posted uh, a few days ago where um, it was like a thing where the person was like hey you can help me with the dishes and then the other person was like you remember you that nigga uh <laughs> at, at, at this time and then they just got him at the argument but that's just honestly i've seen a that's, lot of that's, situations. yeah that's how it is yeah that's it's like it oh i forgive you but remember yeah. you did that yeah you wash them dishes that's don't play with me yeah so <laughs> um a part of that is not knowing how to positively talk to each other Right. Uh, and, and so then when you have these big issues that pop up, you do a lot of lashing out. Um, yep. So what, what I like to do is called like checking in. And, and I mean, we grow up kind of doing this yeah. like, you know, we do it in our friend chat and stuff like, hey, you know, how's everybody doing today, fellas? That's a check in. Everybody yep. checks in with how they're doing and stuff. In a relationship, you got to keep doing the same thing. Um, yep. Where it's uninterrupted, um, there's no real time limit. But if you are pressed for time, let's say you got kids or you know whatever, um, mm-hmm. okay. So set aside 20 minutes every week, every other week, um, where you can sit down and just really check in and talk about the current status of the relationship because validate both of your positions in the relationship. Yeah, that's it. You right. know, sometimes people need to be reaffirmed. Um, mm-hmm. There could be misreads. Or there could just be things, you know, just stuff happening. And, um, the, you know, even in our friend group, friend group, yeah, the three of us, like you were saying, like, you know, we're all, um, uh, we're all different. Right. Um, and, and there's times where we all interpret stuff differently. And then yep. it might take us a day or so. And then we come back and like, oh, okay, listen. I'm I the only one that interprets <laughs> stuff wrong in the group chat. That's yeah. what he's trying to say. I'm the only sensitive one in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. It's me. I'm 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 <laughs> No, but you know, right. it's, it's really but it's because we just different. We, we, yeah. We've, we've yeah, had yeah. similar but different life experiences. Yeah. And and in relationships, you have two totally different people coming together um to try to With be two different perspectives and, a lot and of the time one. as well. Yeah. And so that that's the benefit of the check-in. So what I like yeah. to use um with Jay is we use these cards from the Happy Partners Project. And they have six categories. So you both pull six cards, one from each category. 
and then um, you answer, you know, both people answer the cards. So I have six cards. He has six cards. So yeah. when I read my first card, he answers first, then I answer. And then some of the cards will have like a numbering system on there. So they might say they'll have you it'll say like from a scale of one to ten. Um, it'll say like from a scale of one to ten. Um, how are you feeling about this particular situation or how are you feeling? This? Yeah, or, or it'll be like a trust related card. So you'll answer that and then it'll say, what does that number represent? Because if you say, let's say you say eight and I'm like, ooh, shoot, one out of 10. You said eight. Hey, that's yeah. a B. We solid. And then, you know, when you yeah. answer, OK, well, for eight, you know, I feel like I would be able to trust you more if this, this and this. Yeah. Um, and then you'd be like, dang, OK, because it'll, it'll say what can that is we great do? communication. Yeah. That's a great yeah, it, it, What is it, it called? It, it, the Happy uh, Partners Project? Yeah, the Happy Partners Project. Um, it's the relationship card. Yeah, and you can order it on Instagram. They have an Instagram page. And, and I, I DM with, I believe it's the creator of the cards. We DM back and forth mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, and we just, you know, talk about the cards or I'll tell her, um, you know, how we've used them and how they've been helpful. Because so you can you can you can have a lot of communication in your relationship, but then there will still yeah. be little minute things that you miss. Um, so these cards, um, when you use them consistently. So like, like I said, we, we usually do this sometimes once a month, but usually twice a month. We sit down, no phones, no TV, no music. Um, he, you know, he'll have his wine. I have my wine. And then we'll draw our six cards and then we start, you know, going through them and then depending on like what the topic is, we might have to take notes, um, you know, to, to write down, okay, these are the things that you highlighted. You should do that. You should actually <laughs> put your name on something like that, friend. Real. You need to brand that yourself, for real. And put your real, like put some real good deep stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's lit. I, you really got me over here about to go to the Instagram page when I get off yeah. Real. Yeah. Like, no, it's, and it's, I, I promise like it's really good and I promote yeah. it. Um, I promote it to other couples, uh, you know, my, yeah. my friends and stuff, um, because it is such a beneficial thing. And then, like, if something because I always look at it like this. If if I can have sex with this person and do all these things sexually with this person, I should be able to tell them when I have a problem. But Agreed. what you find is it's so much easier for people to engage in sex than it is to engage in something that might be yeah. hurtful to them or hurtful to the other person. So when you do the check-ins, it, it builds that intimacy bridge where you can come and say, Hey, I need to have, I need to have a check-in. Um, and, and so, yeah, when you talk about relationships and longevity, um, yeah. there, there is power in, in checking in with each other uh, consistently. That is actually because you yeah. know a lot of times a person like you did say it's very important to clarify okay so you gave me an eight but what does that mm -hmm. eight mean to you because a lot of times somebody say something as clearly as they know how to say it and then mm -hmm. be perceived the way that, that person said so i do agree that it's very important to take that time to because you know in uh i guess before i heard about these cards you would hear things like when you would want to say to your partner when you say this or when you do this i feel like this because mm -hmm. it's sometimes the most effective way to say this is how I feel when this mm -hmm. starts to happen. So I think that's I think that's amazing that y'all actually take time to sit down with each other because to be completely honest with you, I don't really see other couples our age 
taking time out to do things to do the self work on their relationship. So I think mm-hmm. that is absolutely amazing, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can't wait till you get your name on some of them cards. I can promote them on the Keith Chronicles. I'm just saying, like, you yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm working on. Um, I really am working on uh, on so many things. Um, yeah. So I, uh, which the, I mean, the main thing that I was really focused on was uh, getting hired on. You know, down here, so yeah. that was like the huge focus. So now that that right. that hurdles out of the way, and things have been going well with with the life coaching and um, creating oh. affirmations. <laughs> Uh, I'm so, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working on, um, like a book. Um, so that's one of the reasons that I, I like to ask people, like, what kind of content would you like to see? Um, cause I'm, I'm building this book together. Uh, and then <clears throat> working wow. on the, yeah, working on doing like a, a video podcast. So, cause I really like, I really like the audio component of the podcast, but people, yeah are more attracted to things that they can see the video. Yeah. yeah you know, so, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm working on that. Um, and plus listen, then, one thing you gotta, you gotta <clears throat> use your, listen, you're cute. Use that to your advantage. I'm, I hate to yeah. say this, but like, <laughs> you, I mean, for real, like people want to watch just because I promise you, I've had people leave comments on some of my sometimes and it'd be like, like, I didn't hear a word that came at your mouth, but I was just watching you like, seriously, something, <laughs> No, for real, that really happened. Yeah. So, like, no, no, I, yeah, like I, so I, um, you know, yesterday I posted that uh, the thing on Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. and Instagram and Facebook where I was, you know, asking yep. for yep. people's honest feedback on content, and I got a lot of likes and retweets on the photo, but I have very few people engaging Maybe. about the content. Now, what I will yeah. say is I have about I have about two hundred and sixteen people. Uh, on Instagram that consistently go in and look at the affirmations every day, um, okay. like consistently every day. And um, no, that's why I tell you, like, I don't really look at, of course I, I want it to grow, right? That's, that's always um, the overall focus is to grow, but I look at the consistent engagement. And as long as those people who, who need the information are receiving it, um, then I feel fulfilled at the end of the day. That was actually one of the. So. Oh, sorry. That was actually one of the questions that I was gonna ask you, uh, because mm-hmm. being a comedian, just my thing. Like when I make somebody laugh, like even though I will say this, all the numbers ain't there, the money ain't there just yet. <laughs> but like when I make somebody laugh, I get so much fulfillment just in my mm-hmm. spirit, in my soul. Like I, I always hope you're having a bad day. If you see one of my things, and if it makes you feel good for even thirty <laughs> seconds, I've done something. So is that yeah. is that kind of where you're coming from as well? Like even yes. until the until the that's how I know for a fact, friend, that it's gonna work for you. Because I've been told many times that the people who do the stuff for the money, a lot of times it won't work out when mm-hmm. you do it because you love it and you get something from it internally and you just love to help people or do for people, it's gonna work out for you. And mm-hmm. you already know over here that I'm already I there's Probably one, two, three segments in this video. I'm about to put your podcast and stuff on. <laughs> I'm always gonna support free posts, do anything yes. because listen, support yes. black business and you know, support your friends. Um, and you, yeah, mm-hmm. just support, support, support. Like, I'm just saying, like, Nene says, support me, bitch. Like, I like, come on, <laughs> you know, that's my video. Support yes. me, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Okay, so yeah, make sure y'all go follow him on TikTok, Twitter. <laughs> 
don't go don't go to Facebook because that's just family. We all know how yeah. that's for family and high school <laughs> friends. And then uh, you know, go go look him up on Instagram and make sure that y'all do support yes. him. And this is not the last time that y'all are ever gonna see him on the Heath Chronicles. And before I do let you go, my friend, I've already said this 15 times, but I need for you to understand I appreciate you taking a chance on me and, and being yes. my second guest on my show and allowing me to, you know, to to to, to probe you a little bit. So I appreciate that. Um, no, and thank you. I appreciate so, being here. So we're going to go ahead and end the show. And listen, I don't know if he knows. I'm pretty sure he's familiar, but I don't know if he knows exactly how the show is going in. But <laughs> let me go ahead and do this. So yesterday happened the way it did. So today could happen the way it should. And today happened the way it did. So tomorrow could happen the way it should. There's nothing that would be put in your path that our OnlyFans bag can't fix. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to thank all of y'all for tuning in to another episode of Kids Chronicles. I love you, friend. I love you too, friend. <laughs>